Root Insurance puts you in control. Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. Hi, everyone. We couldn't start this week's episode without mentioning what is happening in the world right now. We feel that right now we need to use our platform to support Black Lives Matter. It's more important than ever to show support, and so we'd love to encourage you to also help in any way that you can. Whether that's shouting out about it on social media, attending protests, educating yourselves or donating money. Some charities to support are Black Emotional Mental Health, Minnesota Freedom Fund, George Floyd Memorial Fund, Colour of Change, UK Black Pride, the Movement of Black Lives. And there are so many more charities out there. So please get on Google and have a little search. Yeah, there are so many... um articles right now like telling you where you can donate your money some books that would be good to read are me and white supremacy by Layla f sad why i'm no longer talking to white people about race by rennie edo lodge natives by akala how to argue with a racist by adam rutherford there are so many books out there there are so many resources everyone's shouting out about it right now so go onto social media go onto the internet go onto google do your searching do your research basically we just need to try and do everything that we can to educate ourselves right now and if books aren't really your thing there are so many great podcasts and audiobooks out there that can help you understand Yeah, I think why I'm no longer talking to white people about race is actually a podcast now. We will be putting up an infographic on our Instagram, so please check that out. We will be linking all the resources we've mentioned today and more. So please, don't stay silent. The most important thing is to take our actions into real life. You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Nina Tarr. Hello Curious Fuckers. I'm Reed And I'm Florence. And together we're Come Curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram. Every Thursday we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks. And the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. Nina. Hello. Hi. So excited to have you here from LA again. We we're just like we are rinsing the LA guests right now. Oh yeah, really? Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm I I okay. I thought I broke new ground, but I guess <laughs> we've been really rolling through all the LA guests. It's really just you know, dime um, a dozen. Tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, my name's Nina Tarr. Um, I'm a comedian. Um, I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm an actress. Um, I have also been a DJ. I'm an all-vinyl DJ and have been for over 10 years. So what? very interesting panoply of interests we have here. Um, yeah. And... Yeah, so basically, as you can tell from all the three things I do for a living, I, say it with me, don't have a career anymore, okay? Because <laughs> in Corona, <laughs> it doesn't exist. Um, yeah. yeah, but that's, I mean, no, it's it's weird. I mean, I've been doing voiceover and stuff, but you know what? Um, no, things are good. So yeah, I, I, what else is about me? I grew up, I'm actually born and raised in Southern California, um, and Ooh. a lot of people California girl. California girl. A lot of people are not from mm-hmm. LA that uh, live here, but I was I was born in Orange County. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. It's like a pretty boring suburb mm-hmm. south of LA. <laughs> the, the, the OC. The OC. We got it. Everyone. We, we know it. From Everyone that, knows. Yeah, for so, sure. Um, with the little orange symbol. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, how do you define a woman of uh, such class and taste like myself? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's my intro, I guess. I don't know how to... I mean, I was looking through your Instagram and I just saw, like, kinky Disney princess. Oh. And I was like, what? Yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> but, you know, is, it really, is anything really a joke or more of the 
the caverns of mm, your psychological uh, torments. You know what I mean? Showing itself <laughs> on the Instagram stage. Um, I mean, who isn't a kinky Disney princess? Like, I'm a fucking Disney princess. I have all the means of like, yes, do this and do that for me. And my prince will pick me up and Ooh. carry me away. Um, but I'm also... Yeah. I just want to be like fucked like the beast. So yeah, it's the duality. Simple, you know? The duality of sexual desire is mm. interesting. It's like I'm like I want to be fucked mercilessly, and I want to be cuddled mm-hmm. and have my forehead kissed. If you were gonna be fucked by a Disney character, who would it be? I think mine would be Hercules. That's oh my days, Hercules! Wow, mm. I honestly Hercules is probably up there for me. I unfortunately have a very bad syndrome of being attracted to uh, men that look evil. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. <laughs> oh, that's, that's no syndrome. I'm literally thinking of all the evil Disney characters like Hades, Jafar. The Beast is like acceptable. Like I could go for the Beast. Yeah, we're going through all the all the classic Disney's at the moment. Like just blows me away. We're not here to talk about fucking art. We're here to talk about sex. Fuck number one. The last fuck. Oh God, uh, I, <laughs> uh, okay, cool. okay, um, my last fuck, I mean, it was re- it was recently, I just don't wanna, I'm trying to be, you know, why, I don't know, I fuck, I fuck whatever I want, I fuck, I fuck, I, I have a, I have a quarantine, quarantinian seller, quarantine uh, but you know, yeah, yeah it's good. <laughs> it's like you're not supposed to talk about it but you want it it's funny because i'm i could talk about any guy that i fucked with and when it's like the guy that i'm currently fucking i'm like ah, doth, yeah. i not to uh, speak about this yeah you don't, you don't really like it up. yeah he's mm. like you talked oh, about me in a podcast <laughs> you fucking i'm like i'm a comedian <laughs> and i talk about my pussy on stage what did you expect i'm on brand this I is mean, the thing it's like anyone that we sleep with has to be okay with us talking about shagging i think the test men it's the like time it test. in a weird way i think the mm. right men like it but i think men they're like oh, babe do you just like talk about like how do you talk about my cock with your girlfriends like oh yeah totally <laughs> we always we me and the girls always talk about your dick yeah <laughs> how big i mean wonderful it is it's kind of true but like I, in like the weirdest detail possible and like yeah it's always not like, what they want us to talk about yeah it's not like, like yeah detail. it's like i don't know like the girth is like this oh, and i don't know it every feels like single this. photo that i've gotten of a dude's penis has been seen by my friends yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, not like, to, yeah. but yeah. honestly, as like more of a salute, I'm like, you got to check this out. This is so, look at this beautiful thing. Yeah. You know? No, no, no. It's, it's the other ones. It's like the unsolicited dick pics that we share. The ones that's like, how oh. fucking dare this asshole? Look at his, look at his bathroom. It's filthy. And he's showing me his dick. Like, how You're dare so he? Bad. I know. Yeah. I always screenshot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're so yeah. Yeah. Which we shouldn't. We shouldn't do because we, you know, trying to be like feminists and equal, uh, we shouldn't be doing that unless there was consent involved. Like, I, I love my partner sharing photos of me, but I made that very apparent from the beginning. I was like, fuck yeah, I love you talking about mm. me, our sex life to your friends. That's cool. How do you feel about it if I do that with us? And like, he was like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like it, it didn't really turn him on, but yeah, I love talking about it. The dirty room dick pic thing is so fu- like okay i i've been i'm not a huge i wasn't a big porn watcher but kind of recently i've been watching more porn because you know why not let's see what the kids mm. are doing We've and got time yeah the, the <laughs> amateur porns like here's the thing if you're gonna shoot a porn clean your fucking mm. room like they don't have any anticipation yeah, that they're like maybe be. gonna like fuck somebody and they're like i'm so- and then oh, upload it. Exactly. I'm talking like not even like it, look, I'm clearly watching what's on screen. I'm not looking at like, you know, the the dust in the corners, okay? I'm not looking at your crookedly hung mm. fight club poster, okay? I'm looking I am <laughs> I am looking just like there's people like and, and weirdly, like they'll be like, I, I watched a threesome porn and I was like, Okay, mm. you got this girl to come back, you know, or whatever. Like you had a guest over, clearly, you know? You didn't clean up. Mm. There's a pile of clothes. A pile oh, totally of clothes. Like I'm like, 
yeah does it add to the amateur like aspect though is that like part of the thrill you know it's 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 not just like a porn set that's crystal clean and clear it's actually real amateur they haven't you know they suddenly just got Mm. the camera out and started filming the fucking rather than like oh wait 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 like sorry can we stop right now i just have to tidy up or maybe everyone that shoots porn is just really filthy and dirty and like if i even have okay so when i if i leave my house (gasps) pre-quarantine if i leave my house even maybe thinking Perhaps I'll meet a young gentleman and take him back. I mean, I make my bed every day. I like, you know, I'm pretty fucking clean. But like, even just the, just I'm like, well, maybe yeah. somebody will see my room. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I think making your bed, like, if you're gonna, if you're ever gonna bring someone back, <laughs> oh, just just make your fucking room tidy. And if it is yeah. a mess, apologize. I, I went back to somebody's house before quarantine, and it was it was like uh, like a student accommodation. It was like shit everywhere oh, dirty no, no. plates and cups and like and like it just, it just makes you feel gross when you get in the room you're like well i can't fucking back out now because yeah. stay your room like let's hope the dick game is is on point and we enjoy yeah. it and i don't even want to get into your crusty bed that's unmade I, how long when did you last change your bed sheets yeah. i don't know oh i actually have a crazy story and it was someone that i met whilst i was in la i was because i stayed there for like three months after i graduated and I went on like a okay cupid date with this guy in this like random bar in Woodland Hills and um and then basically I ended up going back to his and he warned me that his place was messy but like when I got there it was like okay so he had like a, a sofa and like a coffee table and the coffee table yeah. was filled with like beer bottles ash from cigarettes uh, weeds uh. um and the smell as soon as you walk in it was like Whoa like cat piss like hot oh god he, he had cats and he had like cat litter trays no. that were just like full was- of like shit and we and then also in the kitchen there was about 80 opened cat food tins all over the floor and all over the surface he sounds like a fucking hoarder I think he sounds or, like he's got problems oh he did my say he had you went to a, did you fuck him you fucked him didn't you fuck oh my god i, I knew it. it i don't know why <laughs> it is filthy. I used to be filthy bad like that. When I, you were younger though i used to be super bad like that now i'm like i will yeah. leave a man's house if i i'll make something up yeah and i'll leave i begrudgingly yeah. drank it was pepto-bismol which is like a stomach soother i love pepto-bismol i told him i didn't feel well. i was like i was like oh i have to go and then he's like, oh, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, it's my stomach. He's like, yeah. I have Pepto-Bismol. And I was like, okay, yeah, 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 let's do this. And I did it in front of him. And I was like, it looks like it's not working. I should leave. I mean, like, I'm like, I, well, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, if I go to your place and you don't, and you know I'm coming over, or like, you're going to meet up with me. So it's like, you either didn't think you were going to close the yeah. deal, which like, I don't need to deal with that, that level of self-doubt, yeah. you know, or you just didn't care, mm. or you didn't think of me highly enough to clean your shit up then i'm just like no what because guys like that when you go to a dirty ass place like that that type of guy is not going to use a different finger to finger to finger your asshole and your pussy he's going to give you a fucking yeast infection he's gonna fucking and we okay we can't we can't be sexist here and i and i keep bringing it back around but like girls do this too if you're a messy fucking girl oh yeah like there's something very different with like going on a date and you know you haven't shaved or you haven't like trimmed your pubes and being like oh I wasn't expecting sex but that's definitely fine. like that that's almost like a, a goal like cool the, you know I actually got into bed with this person so and they weren't expecting that, it but yeah. it's so unattractive not like not looking after your place because it, it it's almost a reflection of your mind you know but you can get it the opposite way around you can get like over clean and like I don't know if you're because here's the thing if you're a guy who's like a germaphobe I'm I'm only concerned with are you gonna eat my pussy and usually guys that are germaphobes don't eat pussy and say a lot yeah. me, my friend we are not going to get along goodbye fuck two the first fuck wow this is guys this story has everything <laughs> It includes a torrid love affair, an inappropriate age gap, um, a road trip, a crashing a party and stealing uh, beer wow. and, ste- and siphoning gas. Uh, okay, so I was 15 when I lost my virginity. Mm-hmm. And um, it was to a guy who I had met in Los Angeles at a party. 
um, and then just maintained connection with him. And this is in the MySpace days. So we would talk mm-hmm. on MySpace. We like b- became friends on MySpace and would chat via that and then got my number. And then we, he'd call me on the phone. I was 15. I had a fake ID. He mm-hmm. was older. I, and I lied. How much older? Pretty older. Not like <laughs> he was in his early 20s. Very bad. I know bad oh okay early 20s i was thinking of like uh, when you, yeah it's still bad but it, it's still like it's not as bad as it could be yeah yeah i did lie not like him. some four-year-old teacher totally yeah i mean i did yeah it was like it was my best it was my dad's best friend <laughs> oh my god yeah but but no. you know i did lie to him about my age i told him that i was 18 but then retrospectively i'm like look at i look at photos of myself as a 15 year old i'm like this motherfucker knew there's no way. Yeah, like, to- I look like a child. Like, there's no fucking yeah. way. And so anyway, he, I, I chatted with him. Like, he would call me on the phone. He lived in Santa Cruz, actually, which is in Northern California. And mm-hmm. uh, for months, I mean, like, I, I was so, when you're 15, you think that any man or any guy that likes you, especially if he's older, I, like, I, I was like, this guy is the coolest guy, you know, ever. Yeah, oh my God, yeah. he's so cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so, you know, and I was like a total, like, I was a punk turned like a thrift store girl you know what I mean we're like amazing you know and so I was like I mean he was just so cool to me he was like this like vegan anarcho kind of funky (laughs) guy who like rode a bicycle and had tattoos and I was like he's so cool so I I successfully convinced my two friends to go on a road trip with me to Santa Cruz which is about a six hour drive um, so I can procure some dick. And <laughs> I, so we, we drive to Santa Cruz. But at the time, you know, this was a long time ago. There's no like smartphones or anything. So we're like using like MapQuest directions. And we're getting so lost. It takes us and I'm I don't think I'm exaggerating about 10 hours to get there. We finally Fuck. I know it's fucked. We finally no. get there to, to this guy's place. And he's like, He's like, oh, hey, like, yeah, uh, there's, like, a party I saw down the street. Like, should we just go there and we can, like, steal their beers and then we can come back here and hang? And I was like, yeah, that sounds literally perfect. I mean, what what is this, a fairy tale? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, this guy's so cool. <laughs> and he's like, what, like, 23 trying to steal beers from a random from party? A college, oh my at a college God. party. So he's a little too old as well. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. Because it's a co- I hate that we get so, like, shrouded in, like, wow, you're so cool. And they're actually just so fucking immature. Oh, and course. he could even probably buy it. He could buy alcohol by the time he was he, his age. Oh. He must have been over 21. He was over 21. He could 1,000% buy alcohol. <laughs> But anyway, uh-huh. we go to this party and it is like a frat boy party. Just like inundated with jocks. Oh, we stick out like sore thumbs because we look like if a Joanna Newsom song came to life. Like we just are like, mm, you know, wearing like floral dresses from the 60s. They're like, what the fuck? Yo, get the fucking uh, Amish girls out of here, dude. And then they're like, <laughs> so they're not, they, we, we got there and they were just like, nah. And, um, we get kicked out by the host and then the host sees my friend Heather and she has, she's a friend of mine who has huge tits, like double D's yeah. on a tiny frame. And he's all like, Oh, actually never mind. You guys are chill. I'm like, wow, that was easy. Uh, so not suspicious at all. We stay at this party. We end up like, here's the thing. We're going to go steal beers from them, but there's a, it's a kegger classic it's a keg party so we're just like we'll get loaded mm-hmm. here we'll just be by the keg drinking this is what you did as a teenager you're like let me jet, like purposely get fucked up yeah so i can get my money's worth which is the most bizarre yeah oh no to... we used to do the same oh yeah you're like oh i gotta get you know super fucked up and then i can have fun you're like it's so weird but i i, I we drink all this beer we all get pretty drunk um we're leaving and then um, the guy uh, that I, I was with, he stole their house phone, like took it out of the wall and like put it in his pants. And I thought it was the what? funniest. Th- I thought it was so funny. And I was like, that's a good <laughs> like, thing to steal. I'm so impressed. So cool. like, somebody's, yeah, somebody's landline. I'm like, wow, <laughs> my prince is here. 
and then oh, so bad and then we the dumb shit we i know and how like ridiculously impressed i was by that and now if a guy's bed isn't made i'm like i'm out of here you probably won't be good at eating my pussy yeah <laughs> it's like but no but like i'll sleep with you if you steal a shopping yeah. trolley and like you know, i know yeah so, so so then uh we go back we're all drunk and we're like oh fuck we don't have enough gas to make it home and we see a hose on this like house and i'm like let's steal that hose we can siphon gas so that night before i lost my virginity i will let you know that before my lips were kissed by this man they were kissed by the sweet liquid of gasoline <laughs> because oh my god garden hose and we shoved it in a car um like in a car gas tank and we were like all i mean i like huffed gas i mean i'm trash like clearly it's so dangerous as well like gasoline is like poisonous anyway and then on top of that you're drunk you could have got that all over you that's like a fire hazard like my mum mode right now so i so yeah uh gasoline uh, involvement go back to his place my girlfriends are sleeping on his sofa he lives in a like a one bedroom it's a studio apartment and it's by the beach and he has a roommate. So his roommate is in the corner of the room and this man had his own bedroom, oh. which was the walk-in closet. So oh, I lost my virginity in a closet in Santa Cruz, but the closet was also his bedroom and it had a, oh my God. yeah, it had a mattress in it. So that's good. And then put a condom on <laughs> and he got on top of me and I'm talking two pump chump here i mean oh wow like done oh like what what did you think what did you do were you just like lying there it felt like an achievement i mean i really i was so happy the next day i was like i did it i lost my virginity i mean it wasn't like it wasn't a magical experience nor did i you know really want it to be i think that i was so used to people being like I want to lose my virginity to the person I love. And I was like, no, that sounds like a nightmare yeah. because it sounds like you're going to trick your body into thinking that you love this. This is a, this is an advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. This is an ad from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get light matched. Just fill out. <clears throat> Why is it so hard to do? I'm like looking that way. I can't do this. <laughs> Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety <laughs> of expertise. <laughs> with over a thousand... With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. Do you know I need to say that again? This episode is sponsored by Beducated. As you all know, I've been on a little bit of a celibacy journey. <laughs> meaning I haven't had sex in over a month. So I've been looking into how I can experience more pleasure with my solo sex. And this is where Beducated comes in because they have all the courses that I need to learn how to do like sensual reawakening with my vulva and tantric massage and also... I saw a course on there about learning how to dirty talk. I know this is completely not relevant, but <laughs> I'm really intrigued. No, it's all relevant. Beducated is this really amazing website where you can sign up to do courses and learn about sex, like dirty talking. I've been doing a squirting course. <gasps> oh, wow. So in all spirit of masturbation, May, we're sharing Beducated with you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes. I mean, what's not better in masturbation, mate, to actually take the time to focus on yourself and your own pleasure and masturbate. And it's literally good for you. It releases all your happy hormones and reduces stress. There's literally no reason not to masturbate. So Florence, what have you been learning in your course? I've been learning techniques that I have never tried before when it comes to masturbation which areas are more sensitive and which bits turn me on more. The technique thing has been blowing my mind. Like the way that the language is used and, you know, it's it's people just like us teaching. It's not, I don't know, it's not someone sitting there in a lab coat. It's people who have had these experiences. I was learning from Lola Jean. She's like the squirt queen, right? And the way that she talks about even just like, not going straight into G-spot stimulation. She's explaining everything that, you know, if you have an oversensitive G-spot, you might not want to go in with direct penetration. You want to explore and give pleasure to your G-spot externally, you know, not necessarily on the clitoris. I feel like if I keep going and I keep practice with this, I will be able to squirt. And if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can try Beducated with 50% off the yearly pass with our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, curious. Don't say we don't look after you. And of course, you can try all Beducated courses for one day absolutely free and you won't be charged for the first 24 hours. You can cancel any time and... They have a 14-day money-back guarantee. So invest in your love life today and join Beducated now from just $8.33 per month. Get access to over 100 courses online from the world's top experts. To get on Beducated now, click the link in the description and remember to use our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, CURIOUS. Invest in your solo pleasure this masturbation may or use it with a partner. You can also get a personalised beducated gift card for your loved ones. Happy wanking! We wanted to tell you about our Patreon. We just wanted to say that we're independent and this is a really good way for independent podcasts to fund themselves. You can find all the links to the right stuffs in the show notes, in the description, and of course on our social media, on our little link tree. So yeah, check it out and come say hi. Person, Just because you, I mean, think about us ladies now, like you fuck somebody now as an adult of sound mind. And you're like, mm. oh, he's amazing. Like, I will convince myself a guy's, like, I like a guy, even though we were like in love yeah. with a guy. So the virginity the loss, I was like, I just don't want to confuse sex and love. And especially yeah. with the virginity mm. thing. So that's really sensible. Yeah, right. I felt really accomplished. Fuck three. The best fuck. I'm really lucky. I've had a lot of very good sex. I've had really good sex. I mean, probably the most legendary fuck that I've ever had. Wow. (laughs) Legendary, I like that. I mean, I've had like really good like sex with a man that like was just like, you know, and also this is super cheesy, but like when you're in love, that is like the greatest sex. Mm. Sex to me, it's really important to me. It's probably my most it's the most important thing to me. And and I love a lot of things. Yeah. Like, you know, there's there's so many things that I love, but I think sex definitely is number one. Because it is self-expression as well. It's like the most creative act you can do with another person. And it mm. is all it's so, so original cool. and so inherent to you. So love sex I think is number mm. one. But that's not what we're here for. So I'll talk about <laughs> the the best time that's like raunchy, I guess. You guys can probably agree with me when I say this. Best sex you can ever have is with an absolute loser. That's just like, they're so good at it. <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> what do you A guy mean? that is unemployed will fuck you like it's his job. You know? He'll be like, this is all we got. <laughs> Okay, maybe we're thinking about different losers here, or like the term loser. Um, you mean like job? Like a scrub, like a dude who is like a total, like just has nothing, like will make you pay for a beer at a bar because he doesn't have the money. Oh my God. I don't think I've, I don't think I've, 
Have I had sex with someone? I don't, I don't think, think I've had I, good sex with someone like I that. I can't agree with that statement in the slightest. I feel like the guys that are like kind of bad are like, oh, like okay, so one of the best times I've had, I'll tell, I'll tell you two. One is just really short with, with one guy. I was in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. This guy had a bunk bed. Oh, He had a fucking bunk bed. And I was like climbing up. And I was like, oh God. And he had a mullet. Oh, he had a mullet. Oh, oh, choice. No. oh dear Lord. And he lived in like a squatter's like, vibe place where i think he paid like 200 dollars a month for rent like nothing like he was like he was like a destitute he would consider himself like a jack kerouac type but he was more of like a homeless vagabond um you know it can work if you do it right but most people can't do it fucking right yeah but he was he was so beautiful he was so gorgeous and he had like a gorgeous dick and he was so good at fucking i mean like sensual but like strong could like hold you down and fuck you good but then just like eat your pussy softly till you can't i mean this guy made me come so many it was so good i was just like (gasps) you know it was incredible oh he sounds amazing yeah and you forgot the fact that you were on a bunk bed as well like it was that great yeah (laughs) i felt like i was it it really it really rebranded the bunk bed to a loft bed you know i was like (laughs) okay but the probably the most interesting experience i've had was uh because this was crazy and it was so I felt like it was like my fucking birthday I um I had sex with three guys three guys yes and I did not do anything to procure this whatsoever it was like (gasps) probably one of the best times I've ever had sex because it was like a gift to me unbeknownst to me and I had no plans it was like the most organic thing that happened I went out with some friends, ran into a guy that I'm friends with, and I'd slept with a few times, very handsome, lovely man. It was his birthday. And we all go out afterward, like we're kind of and I'm like, Oh, this is cool. I'm gonna I ran into this guy. It's his birthday. I've already fucked him a few times. I'm gonna fuck him tonight. It's a good like, you know, yeah. so I just had and it just felt I was like, this is what's gonna happen. We're gonna have sex. And we go out to another place. Anyway, it's kind of just the end of the night. And I have a pretty nice apartment. Like I have like a good living room situation. Like it's a chill. People Mm -hmm. hang out at my place. So I was like, hey, well, we can have, do you want to come over? And he's like, he's like, yeah, I'd love to. But like, is it cool if some of my friends come over? Because it was his birthday. And I was like, yeah, of course. Like, we have some of your friends over. I have like a really nice like bar at my place. Like, we can have drinks and then they'll yeah. bounce and then we'll bang. You know, that's kind of, you know, I didn't say this, you know, obviously, <laughs> but I wasn't like, okay, X, Y, Z. No, I, so I was like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds fine. So me and him are in an Uber with his two friends. Okay. Um, so it's three of us in the back seat and this other guy in the front seat. And um, I kind of was just alluding to fucking him. I think I don't know exactly what I said, but I was like, oh, yeah, you know. And yeah. he turns to me and he goes, oh, you know, Nina, I've been um, I've been having sex with other people like since we've like fucked and I was like uh yeah I assume yeah what do you of course like I'm, I'm not like what <laughs> My heart is is broken. Broken. I'm like yeah I was like I was like uh yeah that's I don't I literally don't care and it, I said this to him I said verbatim I said oh okay yeah you don't understand um I don't even want to have like a meal with you you know I just want to fuck you I like have no interest in dating you in any way shape or form he's like Oh, like it just struck him. I'm like, oh, bless him. Yeah, he was like, he's like, oh, what? And then he started laughing. And then he told, he was like, oh my god, did you guys just hear what Nina said? And they were like, what? And he says it, and they all start laughing. And then he said, this is such an ego boost for me. This is how to get me all wet and horny. He was like, God, Nina, you're so funny. You're gonna be on SNL one day. And I was like, I'm not. <laughs> The talent, the, the the talent compliment before you're yeah, about the biggest to clip winner ever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, I'm ready for you now. <laughs> so we go back to, we're in my place. I'm 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 like, oh, what do you guys want to drink? My back is turned. I'm like putting ice cubes in a cup, and then yeah. I feel hands on my hips, and it, it's guy one, um, and <laughs> the one I was, you know, I don't want to say names. Yeah. So like. Yeah, yeah. 
he he has his hands on on my hips and I I turn and he kisses me and then one of his friends comes on the other side oh, and, his hands on me and kisses me and then the other one and they stop and they're like is this okay do you like this <gasps> and I'm just oh, like yes yeah <laughs> And they they even oh asked if this is okay. Oh, that's yeah. like oh, that's perfect. So I know it was so hot. And I'm they so said, jealous. I know. I can't. I don't know why I'm so lucky. I so I just was like, <laughs> this is amazing. And they were so hot. They were all like, this guy is like a pretty like he's like a he's a pretty he's actually in a pretty successful band, and he's like a hot like you know, rock star. He's very gorgeous. And his two oh. friends were like professional skaters, which is my fucking kryptonite. Oh my and, god, yeah. And yeah. anyway, they were so good to me. And that was a great thing because this guy, you know, guy number one, he we have a rapport. We knew we had been friends for also like years and years and just had started mm -hmm. fucking like not that long prior. But he just was like, I mean it was they just like worshipped me. It was so hot oh. and, and it was so hot. And for hours, we just were like going, at, I mean, so it was incredible. Moist. That is, Christ. I know. That is literally the dream. Oh, literally. it just sounds so magical. It literally sounds like something out literally. of a film. No, it was so, yeah. I was like, this is amazing. They were, I was like floating on the, I mean, I still, yeah. this happened like two years ago, if not longer. I think it happened like two and a half years ago. And I think about it all the time. Fuck number four. The worst fuck. Oh yeah. Uh, this is okay. I have a good amount of these too. I just have a lot of sex stories. I've have a lot of great sex and a lot of yeah, a lot of great sex. That's the thing, man. When you're in your twenties and thirties, people are just ripe for fucking. And you should take advantage of that because mm. when you think about your lifetime, it's not that long that you have to do that. And it's really fun. And like, I mean, it's not for everyone. I'm really into it. And I have like a very healthy approach to sex. Yeah. Some people, they, you should only do something that you want to do that makes you feel comfortable. I, for one, am very into it. Mm -hmm. I practice safe sex, uh, both like, you know, obviously like with a condom, but also like mentally and emotionally safe sex and a lot of people mm -hmm. don't do that shit where mm -hmm. they'll like they'll fuck somebody and they'll have so many expectations or something or they'll they'll project their desires on somebody and it's yeah. like no, no, no. you got to be like with yourself healthily and then you can give and then that can it that can you can give your body to yeah. people as well that's, once you're safe that is like a golden nugget of advice there like that's yeah. so important yeah. so important so we're sec this is a very interesting story I'm about to tell you because mm -hmm. it happened recently and it was like so weird and this it wasn't bad per se but it's just so weird and I'd love to get your guys' opinion about it because it is fucking <laughs> weird as fuck so I was in New York um I was DJing at this place in Tribeca super like nice club I was gonna leave after my set um, because there were like none of my friends were there and I was just kind of tired and I was like, oh, I'll just leave after my set, which was like my set ended, I think, at midnight. Yeah. And I go, I'm done with my set, I go outside and I'm smoking a cigarette and these two guys start talking to me and um, they were very handsome and very nice and super friendly and we start chatting and they're like, uh, oh, we have a table inside and the tables at this place cost like $5,000 and I was like, oh. Oh, they have money this is great <laughs> so I so they're like come inside and have a drink please and I was like okay so I go in they introduced me to their friends all lovely these these uh they're all from Mexico City and this guy the guy that started initially talking to me very handsome was super friendly and then he started kind of like putting his hand on my hip and everything and I was like I'm down with this we do like a shot of tequila we like are talking probably talking for maybe like this whole exchange happens in like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. then he starts kissing me like truly like from when we met to like the you know 10 15 minutes maybe okay. he starts kissing me and we start making out at this club and I was like this is you know this is fun and then he's just like do you want to get out of here do you want like you know and I was like oh. you know when you're out and you're just like I'm tired because like, I was like I don't really want to be out late like I'm just not really I don't know. But I was like, but I could definitely have sex. Like, it would be, a, it's perfect. So I was like, yeah, I'll like leave with this guy. We'll have sex and then that'll be great. Yeah. And he was like, well, um, the place, you know, I have an Airbnb, but it's all the way up in like the, the Upper West Side. 
um what if i just get us a hotel this guy's like super rich so i was like yeah Yeah. so he gets us a hotel room and we're in tribeca like right next to this this very nice hotel he gets us a room like it's all and and there was only sweets left so he spends seven hundred dollars on a room okay we go up to the room it's like gorgeous suite we make out we like take our clothes off whatever we're like getting to it and he puts a condom on and he's about to have sex with me and he's inside of me for i mean not even 30 seconds and he's like mm-hmm. going a little bit mm-hmm. and then he's just like ow ow and i was like ow like what the fuck and like and i was like uh and then he like comes out of me and he's like i'm sorry it's just my dick really hurts and i was like um okay and I was like uh, I don't really know what to say and he's like I don't know I this never really happened before I'm sorry I'm, I'm really sorry and I was like it's it's okay it's fine and he goes you know um and he like gets into I can see on his face that he's like panicking in this weird way and I was like this, yeah. and I'm just sitting back in the bed like being like I don't really care about whatever yeah. he's dealing with. <laughs> like and I'm just like um oh okay and he goes you know I should actually go I you know my friends are at back at the club and I should go I should go and and I was like okay and he's like just enjoy the room just enjoy oh, the room okay. and and you know just just to, you know and I was like okay and I was like yeah this is fun. he leaves and I'm stoked because now I'm by myself in this $700 fucking suite and I fucking light up a joint and I'm smoking weed and I'm fucking calling my friends. I ordered them when I woke up in the morning, I ordered all of this room service to the room. I know. I ordered all this room service. And then when I left the room, when I checked out, I blocked his number to make sure that he couldn't hit me up to ask me some extra charges. You're a bad person. He said, yeah. "Enjoy the room." He was like, "Definitely." A, he said, "Enjoy, he the, said, room. enjoy the room, not his card or money." I mean, <laughs> he spent seven hundred dollars for like to not even have a sexual experience, which was so. I think, like, yeah, he was rich. He was rich, super. Or rich. It was his parents' money. He had the money to spend, and he was young. It was definitely his parents' money because he was young. I thought he was. Uh... So here's two things that I think either happened because well, okay. Mm-hmm. So initially, I was like, that was so weird. It's never happened to me in my life, and I was like, he was pretty young. So then a part of me was like, did I just take his virginity? Because I cut to <gasps> my virginity me. loss, where I'm like, wait, did because it was so calculated. It was like he sees this pretty girl. And he like talks to her and he's like, let's get a room. Like something he saw in a movie or something like, let's get a hotel yeah. room and I'll fuck you, mm-hmm. you know? And, but so it's, on this poor kid, he's like traumatized. I, he's probably like got foreskin issues. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I go, like, like, 20, oh yeah. Like, he was, tell him it's okay. he was like a kid. He was like 22 or something. And I, so yeah. I, I was like, maybe I took his virginity, but then I like did some research on him i was like all right because like, i knew his name so i was like let me look him up and i looked him up on his instagram and he has a fucking girlfriend even if he didn't i was kind of like you said enjoy the room you spent five thousand dollars on a table at paul's that you just left you like cl- money to people like that like He's not going to care that I spent $50 to get myself breakfast in the room. No. Even if he asked, if I, mean, I didn't block his number and he asked me, hey, did you, I'd be like, yeah, you said to, you know, I'm like, yeah. Where was the dick that you yeah. Yeah. You bounced. I left to the place I was going to be at. And, you know, yeah, you, this is what I'm going to get fucking pancakes. I'm trying to think of like really bad sex where I'm like somebody did something like, really wacky and like, i mean there's been poo or vomit incidences they're always the best no <laughs> no i've never had anything like that but i have had guys where i'm just like what are you doing like this one you know what i mean like this one guy i had sex with him twice because i was like maybe it's just maybe it's just <laughs> the first time he got a little whatever but i mm-hmm. had sex and he was so vocal that i was like <laughs> That, this is really funny. I was, as soon as you started talking about that, like sleeping with someone, giving them a second chance, I thought of this story and I was like, yeah, there was this guy that was just like, he moaned like yes. a girl and was yes, very vocal. This is the same thing. The first time I said, he was like, wow. Was like, uh, it was so intense. And I was like, I was like, God damn, this is so ridiculous. And then I, and it, but it was good. It was like the sex was fine. It was just his yeah, vocalization. Yeah. 
And then we did it again. And I gave him this nickname to my friends, Old Yeller, because he would just yell. And I was like, no. It's like, you know, you know, like when no. really old tortoises fuck and they make that noise when they come, they're, they're like having something like, it's, it's literally, and then they come and they're like, Aah! Aww. for so long. Fucking hell. I mean, I like it when guys are like, guys. they that, that, they make yeah. some yeah. noise, but it's just, it's just when it's like yeah. really when over the over top. Over you. You know, they're louder yeah. than you, and then you're like, "Do I feel louder?" Yeah. So I I had sex with someone like not too long ago. They're probably gonna listen to this episode, but um, <laughs> but he was just like, "Yes, yes, Stop! yes, 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 yes." yes. <laughs> I was like, actually, oh, I have a bad one. This is a good. This is a good bad one because this one's really funny. So this was like about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. So yeah, it's not super long ago. This guy, like, really liked him. He really liked me. I was very stoked to have this happen. We, like, had hung out a few times, whatever. One night, he comes over. Like, we had been out or whatever. He comes over. That night, we only make out. We don't We don't fool around, I don't think. I think we just make out. And then the next morning. Mm-hmm. So this is the morning. 10.30 in the morning. Something like that. <sighs> We're fooling around. And he was like... I start giving him a blowjob and he goes, he says like 50 times. I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. He says over and over again while I'm sucking his dick. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. And then here's the kicker, which is significantly worse. He goes, and he says it so many times. He goes, suck daddy's dick oh and it's like that's okay if you have a pre-arrangement about Thank what you're gonna you. call each other Thank but not if you just go yeah. and be like suck that you good girl that's some like weird no. fucking kinky shit going down you you definitely yeah. have to talk about that stuff before doing it like that is just not like it wasn't even okay so the suck daddy's one he's not a fucking daddy he was like 28 years old it's like you're not daddy okay <laughs> if you have student loan debt you're not daddy you can't like you know helping everybody everyone. daddy pays off student loan debt okay you are a pupil yeah, so but but yeah, yes you have to have a rapport with the first time you have sex with somebody and we didn't even have sex we just I just gave him a I was like I can't do you know I didn't I was just like I'm never gonna fuck this guy because and here's another thing the morning so it wasn't even like in the night when maybe you've had a few drinks and it's the heat of the night it's like you woke up and you're like this like this is dead sober you like being just normal like and you don't know me we've hung out like three times and you're like already do like you don't know my situation like what if I like hated that so much which I yeah, what if I had daddy like, issues this yeah, is triggering, you know? I don't really yeah. have I mean I, I I wasn't like you know horrifically offended but I was like no you don't you're not even like listening to like oh god that was so oh that sounds, it sounds like terrible. he's just like replaying like a porn scene that he's yeah. seen but like only those two phrases because you didn't know what else to say yeah, fucking hell. You know, I'm down for dirty talk, but like, you know, let's like get there together instead of you just like lambasting me with it. And then I'm like, oh, I guess we're doing this thing. Like, okay. Whether <laughs> you like it or not. I feel like I'm super honest when I'm having sex. There's no, yeah. yeah. I, I think faking an orgasm is like the worst thing you can do. Oh, yeah, it really You're is. You're gaslighting somebody. That's like a classic, mm. ga- you're, it's evil for both people, you're, like for both sides. You're letting someone know mm-hmm. that what they're doing is good when it's not. And why would not. you want to train them to yeah. feed your body? Like, that doesn't make... I would never fake... Mm-hmm. Uh, faking an orgasm is so... It's okay to just say, like, I'm not into this. You don't have to fake an orgasm to make it end quicker. Mm-mm. Like, that's such a bad mindset to have because then you're you know, allowing yourself to keep having shit sex you should just be like hey this isn't working for me can we try something else and like just be cool about it mm-hmm. but I think a lot of people use it as like a I hate this so I'm gonna fake an orgasm so it stops which is 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 sad it's not it's not like treating yourself with respect I totally agree I think it's like such yeah. it's bad for all parties fuck number five 
the fuck that made me. I mean, God, I mean, I would have to say that the one I already told you, like the best one, the, 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 the foursome, the foursome. The yeah. yeah, that was pretty mind blowing. But I also, I mean, okay, I can, I can definitely recall like the, the best, the first time I had like really good sex. Cause it takes a while for us ladies, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. we have, we live in a patriarchal society, which tells us that you know, like you were saying earlier before, Reed, that like, you know, the man's orgasm is this punctuation mark and is the end of sex, you know? And when you are with somebody for the first time that is serving you and not just themselves, Mm -hmm. you are like, oh, this is what sex can be. Mm -hmm. So when I was younger, I mean, you know, like I said, loss of virginity at 15. And then I had like a, you know, a few different sexual experiences. Then I had a boyfriend um for a while and I don't know maybe I was 18 maybe it was my first boyfriend I don't remember necessarily but I can remember the first time I had like very sensual like mind-blowing sex where I was like mm-hmm. oh this is why people have sex for hours yeah. and it like occupies and why people will like ruin their lives for good sex yeah. they'll be like I'm gonna leave the stability of my family <laughs> good fuck. yeah I'm like Oh, I understand now why this occurs. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was 21, maybe 22. And I just, it was with an older guy. That's why he was like in his late thirties and I was like 22. Mm-hmm. And he just like, it was, I, I think that was just, that like was life affirming for me where I was like, Oh, this is how it's supposed to happen. Yeah. It's supposed to be like this. A guy is supposed to like, serve you and treat you well and just because a man is like gentle and soft and adheres to your femininity doesn't mean that he can't fuck you hard and good and like you know it's it's you it had that balance it had that that softness with that roughness Mm -hmm. that I've always kind of wanted but but didn't know existed I thought it was like one or the other mm-hmm. yeah so that was just something where I was like whoa this is yeah. like I mean I, yeah. I never really understood why people like how people could have sex for hours and hours until like recently my last sexual partner I was just like fuck this this is it and like we've been having sex mm. for like hours on end and it's like how did I not know about sex like this and it takes just like that one person that one connection and like then it's just like oh fuck this but it's not like penetration like what you think oh we had sex for like five hours it's not like constant penetration for five hours it's it's like you know it's like rolling around and having fun and like laughing and having getting some water maybe eating and then and then like like fucking each other again and oral and fingering there's just like a lot of exploration like that is having sex for hours and hours for fuck's sake This week's sex question is, I was wondering if you could give me some advice. I'm 22 and I've been with my boyfriend for six years. We have only ever been with each other and our sex life is great, but we've been talking about having a threesome for around two years now. At first, it would just get brought up whilst we were having sex as a bit of dirty talk, but now we will chat about it day to day. When I'm in the mood, I love the idea of it, but when it comes to planning it, for example, where it will happen, where we can arrange it, I get too scared slash nervous and freeze up. I'm not sure what makes me feel that way, but I know my boyfriend is starting to get frustrated. It would be with another guy, so it would be new for both of us. I suppose Mm. my question is whether you have any advice about how to stay relaxed. I'm a bigger girl and the guy we have been speaking to has said numerous times I'm into small girls. So I don't want things to end badly either because he's a friend to both of us. Wow, that last thing, I was just like, what? Mm. Yeah, that's fucking dicky. Get rid. Yeah. You don't want to fuck no, no, this no, person. No, no. He's no. The wrong, that's the wrong match. That's definitely yeah. not yeah. a good match because she needs to feel comfortable and confident especially if she's already nervous i would mm-hmm. also say that she should they should probably seek a stranger as opposed to somebody yes. that they're friends with 
yeah because it can make like friendships really awkward when you because especially if it goes weird or it gets like if she gets nervous and then it just it just makes things weird but yeah i think you want somebody you either barely know or honestly a traveler is the best you want Mm -hmm. somebody who like doesn't like a stranger or you don't you know and like you can meet somebody at a bar even I mean but that's a little hard to kind of mm. it can be hard if you're not used to it yeah. like dating apps like I'm sure it depends on where this person's from but there are some really good dating apps out there where you can be totally honest and literally say hey uh like we're a couple we're looking for a guy to sleep with we are, we're new to this we're unsure mm. like and then and then you know if you have to try and figure out what's making you feel nervous in this situation is it is it yourself are you conscious about yourself is it that you're with your partner because that can get awkward like being with your partner for six years and doing something new Mm. can be terrifying like I've definitely felt that before when when doing stuff with my partner we've been together six and a half years Mm. you try and integrate something new try and figure it out because if it's like the fact that you know maybe you're embarrassed in front of your partner go and see if, if it's okay with him to go and meet a guy off a dating app have a chat with them, like start flirting with them on on text, see what they think, how comfortable you are, and then invite them into like your space, into your relationship. Um, if that's what makes you feel comfortable, find find out and think about what the most comfortable situation is for you. And because it sounds like already there's a little bit of pressure going on from your partner and making you feel pressured to do this and to enjoy this. And that that's not fair on yourself like it's something that you gotta gotta see if you can like push through and if you can't then maybe it's just it's not something that you actually want maybe it was just there nice as a fantasy but maybe in reality it's not maybe what you actually really want to get down with yeah I think but also it is like it's so normal to be nervous for your first ever threesome I think especially Mm. when it's with a partner that you've been with for a really long time like it is so normal and sometimes it is just worth like diving in but it is it does need to be with someone that you're comfortable with and you it doesn't matter if it takes a long time to find that person yeah I think these are all really really good advice from you guys I think that um especially yeah I I really I really don't think that you should incorporate somebody who already is is a little bit like like oh I'm into smaller girls and you're you know that's gonna just mm, not make you feel good it's oh. gonna do the opposite and it might make yeah you know, thing to say like yeah, anyone you know. well maybe she, maybe he didn't even say it explicitly maybe she just has that feel but regardless like, yeah I mean yeah. it's something that like you know there's a website um called seeking arrangements and that that's mm, what yeah. a lot of people use to coordinate threesomes and I think that would be, so. you know, if you're like, we're a couple, you have photos of, with one another, you know, this is what we'd like to seek out. Mm-hmm. And then you guys can yeah. both agree on the person too, because a person that you might find attractive, your partner might, or vice versa. So you yeah. kind of want, like, I think, yeah, taking it to a digital platform would be a little easier. Yeah. There's yeah. a dating app um, called Field, which is really good for finding that reasons. One's, that one's a good one too. It's time for oh us to fuck my. off. This so has been so Nina, good. Nina, thank you yeah, so, so much, much for coming on. And good information. And my cheeks hurt so much because I've been like laughing. I've had such a great so time. Yeah. I'm so happy. Thank you so much for having me on. And you guys are so funny and, and brilliant. And I really would, I mean, we all have to hang out. It just has to happen. And we're going to happen, whether it, it be does. in Los Angeles or in, in London. So we're it will it will happen. I don't mind yeah, sharing 100%. the coronavirus with you if that's what it takes, you know? Yeah. Like, I would love to get your strains oh, of coronavirus. Yeah, just pick up all of them. It'll be fine. We'll be all right. Okay. God, you don't want the one in the UK. The UK know, is like yeah. fucked. But anyway. Yeah, pretty, pretty fine. It might be a long way away. But until then, please stay safe. Um, enjoy um, your vagina. And we will have to speak to you again soon. Let us know if you've got a shirt. Well, no, no. Wait, where, where are the curious fuckers oh, yeah, going to find Nina? Nina. Oh, yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm not really on Twitter that much, but I'm at Nina Tarr on Twitter. Instagram is my, my zone, uh, pizza party 69, pretty, pretty on brand. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm like the only Nina Tarr. So it's, I just Google me is pretty easy. Whatever. Mm -hmm. We all have the internet. So it'll be, we know. Yeah, we know. 
Yeah. Oh, it's been such a pleasure. Everyone, please remember to subscribe to our podcast, give us a rating and a review. We love to yeah, read baby. them. You can share it as well, like sharing is caring. Um, if share it like a corona. <laughs> like a corona. If any of these stories might help your friends, your family, any of your loved ones, and please send this episode to them, as well as if you have a sex question or a sex story, email us at fksgivenpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, well done. Yeah, I did she it. She never does it. <laughs> I know, I've, I managed it. I'm a real boy. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then-unheard-of secret organisation called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.